Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working hard to improve our financial IQs. Um, Total Wealth Academy is an education and coaching program. We teach people how to build wealth and peace of mind while helping and serving others with real estate. And we invest in everything from single family houses to big two, three, four, five hundred unit apartment complexes, self-storage complexes, senior living, hotels, you name it. If it produces cash flow, we're investing in it. And our whole premise is based off of what uh, on it, Warren Buffett told you to do 30, 40 years ago. Warren Buffett told Americans, never depend on a sole source of income, a job. Always invest to create a second stream of income. So he wasn't talking about stocks or mutual funds or gold, silver, or crypto because they don't produce cash flow. He was talking about income producing assets like real estate and other businesses. And then, of course, we chose real estate because 70% of the millionaires in the United States used real estate to become so. On yesterday's show, I went through a lot of psychology behind becoming an investor and I got a lot of response from it. Some of it was obviously confusing and I wanted to highlight a couple of points from yesterday's show that I hope can be explained more effectively um, and it really comes down to the psychology behind fear and I just breezed over fear and it left a couple of listeners uh, not irritated but just wondering what did you mean by that comment about fear well it comes down to the fact that most people are afraid of the wrong things. And the stuff that they're afraid of is really stuff that they need to be embracing and incorporating into their lives. One of the big ones is the fear of risk. The fear of risk. People will always ask me, well, isn't that risky? And my response is always the same. Everything is risky. Everything. If you think you're avoiding risk, you're afraid of risk, so you consider yourself risk adverse, unfortunately, that means you are life adverse. You're missing out on life because everything is risky. Asking out, my beautiful wife the first time was risky. Having children is risky. 
You could literally die having children. You could end up with a child with challenges. You could end up with, there's all kinds of risks involved in having kids. Driving to the doggone grocery store is risky. A kid on their phone could rear-end you. You're paralyzed for the rest of your life. Everything is risky. To avoid risk is to avoid living. Every single thing that you, you all email me that you want out of life, a second stream of income, peace of mind, wealth, more vacations, more time with the family, all those wonderful things are on the other side of risk. To achieve all of those things, you will be forced to take risks. You must embrace risk. It is your best friend. But understand, I'm not talking about ignorant risk. Throwing your money at the stock market when you really, come on, you really don't even understand how the stock market works. That is an uneducated risk. And as a result, you're making about a 7% rate of return. That's for the last 75 years, the stock market has only returned a 7% rate of return. Even with the ups and downs, it still returns a 7%. Well, there's two guarantees that go with that. I guarantee you're never going to get rich, and I guarantee you'll never retire at a 7% rate of return. You're afraid of the wrong things. Here's what you should be afraid of. Doing nothing, retiring broke, and living with regret for 20 years. To me, that is horrifying. I'll take risks to avoid that. Being a burden on my children, being a burden on the government, because that's where you're headed if you don't take risks. Again, people are afraid of the wrong things. Now, risk. I've just admitted real estate investing is risky. But if you educate yourself, you can reduce the risk dramatically over time. It is important to understand that I don't go out there and just take risks. If I'm going to risk going to the gym. You could break your arm, you could fall down, you could drop the weight on you. There's all kinds of risks. So what I do is I picked up a copy of Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding and read it. And by the way, that's a tough read. It's like 500 pages and we're talking 8.5 by 11 pages. Full-size book. Lots of photos, though. Um, 
and that reduced my risk dramatically because I knew how to use the machines correctly. I see people all the time in the gym using the machines incorrectly knowing that they are actually injuring themselves in the long run because they didn't study it. They didn't hire a personal trainer for a couple of weeks to teach them how to use the machines properly. So risk, again, is a part of life. It's actually the most exciting, fun part of life. You got to embrace it. We'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. And if you've got a question for me, maybe you've got a fear that you would like me to address live on the air. And I'll show you how I overcame that fear. Because one of the things that you must understand, and take this very seriously, every fear, every insecurity that you have about building wealth and investing in real estate, I had it. I had it. Every fear you've got, I had it, and I figured out a way to educate myself past it. So there's nothing you can ask me, probably, (laughs) unless it's some ridiculous fear, but even if it's ridiculous, you need to call me. 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Or you're welcome to email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at the name of the show, totalwealthacademy.com. And you can ask me anything. One of the strategies that I use comes from Zig Ziglar. And it's the FEAR acronym that FEAR is F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. Now, what happened to me when I first, you know, I got my pay cut at work and I realized I couldn't depend on a job for my income, that that was so high risk. And there's nothing you can do to educate yourself to make that uh, having a job less risky. It is the highest risk position you can be in. If your sole source of income is a job, you're in the highest risk position there is. So I recognized that and I began studying. And I came across a relative of mine who had had three rent properties and he had lost all of them to foreclosure. 
So I had this belief, learn from other people's what? We all have it. You know what I'm saying. Learn from other people's what? Mistakes. Everybody thinks that's a good idea. So I go to him and I ask him to explain what happened. He told me, tenants are a pain. You can't find good tenants. Maintenance costs killed him. There was new maintenance costs every month. No cash flow, negative cash flow. The market changed. The banks were a problem. And what he did over probably not more than 30, 40 minutes is told me stories, horror stories, about owning rental property. Scared me to death. Well, fortunately, I had a mentor who had about 130 rent houses. And I went back to him and I said, man, I'm scared to death and told him some of the story that I heard from my relative. He looked at me and goes, Steve, why did you go to a failure and ask them how they did it? <laughs> That's exactly what I did. On the principle, supposed principle, that you learn from other people's mistakes. That is not what you do. See, a smart person will learn from other people's mistakes. A wise person will learn from other people's successes. You don't go ask people who failed at something how they did it. You don't care. <clears throat> Excuse me. You go find successful people and ask them how they did it. Think about this deeply. If you go out with the learn from other people's mistakes philosophy and you learn every single thing that doesn't work, <coughs> excuse me, you learn everything that doesn't work, does that mean you know what does work? The answer is no. No. It was a waste of your time. And it probably negged you out and reinforced your fears and insecurities. Does that make sense? You don't do that. <coughs> if you're going to overcome a fear, you have to find someone who has overcome it successfully not failed at it see this is what my relative should have said he should have said to me oh man boy did I goof that up I didn't know how to lease properly I didn't know how to screen tenants I didn't rehab the properties up front so the maintenance costs destroyed me I got adjustable rate mortgages, which you never do on rental property. I did it all wrong, Steve. I goofed that up and lost them all to foreclosure. That's what he should have said. But do humans generally do that? 
They don't. They do what when they fail? Blame. Blame the tenants. Blame the banks. Blame the marketplace. Blame the whole idea of real estate investing. It's a bad idea. Blame, blame, blame. See, successful people, like my friend with 130 houses, they don't blame anybody but themselves. They take 100% responsibility. Literally, this is how extreme it gets. Gary Vaynerchuk, he said this very clearly. If I'm driving to work and I'm at a stoplight and someone rear ends me, I'm going to get out of the car and go, crap, I should have left for work 30 minutes early. Now that's an extreme case of taking personal responsibility, but that's the attitude you've got to have. Don't listen to anybody that blames somebody or something else for their failures. We are responsible for everything in our lives. Success or failure is our fault. If you blame your company, you blame the president, you blame the Congress, you're weak. You're responsible. You are 100% responsible for your success or failure. Once you take that attitude, it becomes blatantly obvious that you shouldn't be talking to people who failed. I'll give you another example. We had a lady come into the office, perfectly qualified, good credit, some money in the bank. She could have become a real estate investor literally within 30, 40 days. She decides not to enroll and take the classes. She leaves. Well, we go out to have a few beers after the seminar, and guess who's sitting at the bar? This lady. Well, I was curious. I walked up to her, said hi, reminded her who I was, and I said, well, you know, you're extremely qualified. You're obviously interested, or you wouldn't have come sit through a two-hour workshop. Why didn't you enroll? She said this to me. My friend told me it's just not the right time to be in real estate. I said, well, who's your friend? She pointed at the bartender. You don't listen to the wrong people. You got to get qualified information if you're going to overcome your fear. So let's go back to false evidence appearing real, F-E-A-R. This was brought to light for me. I had this fear of rental property. So I, my first three years as an investor, I didn't do anything but wholesale and flip. And what had happened was when I was at my job, I was working 60, 70 hours a week. And you know the joke, if you're working 60, 70 hours a week, who's romancing your wife? It ain't you. So I almost lost my wife. 
I had this fear that rental property consumed a bunch of time. Late night phone calls, cleaning toilets on the weekend, and all this stuff that I had, this belief. I'm standing there with one of my mentors, the guy with 130 houses, Bruce. And I said, he goes, Steve, why are you still flipping? When are you going to start buying some real estate and become a real investor? And I said, man, I don't, you know, I don't want to take on rent property because I almost lost my wife due to working so much. Here's what you've got to understand. This guy had 130 rent houses and he vacationed one week a month out of the country. And I'm telling him that rental real estate consumes a bunch of time. Do you see the problem there? I woke up instantly and bought my first rent property within 30 days. All right, we'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Um, we were just talking about fear and how, you know, it's it's almost always false evidence appearing real when it's something that other people have done successfully. Now, being afraid of jumping out of an airplane without a parachute, that's that's an okay fear. No one's done that successfully yet. But being afraid of real estate investing, when 70% of the millionaires in the U.S. used real estate to become so, it's kind of funny. How could you be afraid of something that's responsible for 70% of the millionaires in America? It, It doesn't really make sense, does it? It's because it's false evidence appearing real. It's just like if you talk to Bruce my mentor, he would tell you that owning 130 houses allows him to vacation one week a month out of the country. They don't consume a lot of time. Wouldn't it be better to listen to him than to my relative who lost the three houses to foreclosure? Absolutely. It's kind of like, and I'll pick on Dave Ramsey, even though I love Dave Ramsey, But he lost some houses to foreclosure, and he blames the market. He actually blames debt. And the stupidity of that is there is no such thing as debt-free real estate. Even if you pay in full, you just pay cash for the real estate. 
you still have debt. Taxes, insurance, and maintenance. See, because Dave Ramsey mismanaged his real estate, he lost those deals and he blames the mortgage. You have to understand that he would have lost those homes even if they had been paid in full because he mismanaged them. He didn't keep them leased. He would not have been able to pay his taxes. He would not have been able to pay his insurance. He would have lost those homes either way. You don't listen to people who failed at stuff. Now, is Dave Ramsey good at helping you get out of debt? Oh my God, he's a god at it. <laughs> he is amazing. Um, that's why I love Dave Ramsey. But he does have that one little fault, and it is minor in my opinion. But he he really shouldn't talk about real estate at all because he's not a successful real estate investor, if that makes sense. Phone lines are open, 281 558-5738-281-558-KSEV. Any fear, concern, question that you have, give me a buzz. Tell me what you're afraid of. What's keeping you from building a second stream of income for yourself and your family with real estate? I mean, that's all I do all day long is teach people how to do it. I teach them how to build wealth, a second stream of income, create peace of mind, all while helping and serving other people with real estate. What's keeping you from doing it? Let me know what your fear is. Give me a buzz. 281-558-5738 or 281-558-KSE. V. You may also email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Okay, let's see. I did get one email here. This is from... I'm trying to make sure they don't want to be anonymous. I don't see anything about being anonymous. But this is from a Morgan. I don't know if that's first name or last name. And his big fear Wow. Okay. Yeah, this is Morgan, this is really the time fear. The same fear that I had. You got three kids, beautiful wife, you want to spend more time with them, but you've got, let me add this up, you got three, in excess of $300,000 in retirement accounts, just sitting there in the stock market, I, you lost 80 grand over the last year, it was closer to 400. Yeah, my suggestion is you really, this is just an education point. First thing you need to understand 
is you can use your retirement account for better things than stocks and mutual funds. You can invest your 401k or your IRA in real estate and make about three times as much, three times as high a rate of return as what you're making in the stock market. And again, with less volatility and less risk. It appears, well, you said it, you can't get to your IRA. Yes, you can. This is an education problem, Morgan. You can use those accounts to invest passively. We can show you how. I suggest you come to our free sample class to learn. Um, go to TotalWealthAcademy.com and just click on the free sample class button. Morgan, 300 grand is a lot of money if you know what you're doing with it. That could be 60 plus thousand dollars a year in cash flow easily. Could you use an extra 60 grand a year? I'm sure you could. So, um, yeah. Don't be afraid of the time issue because passive investing requires zero time. In your situation, you got a good job, but it's 50, 60 hours a week, um, and you love it, which is important. Um, I would not take on single-family rental. It also wouldn't make sense from another point of view. If you have $70,000 or more of investable capital, cash, stocks, IRA, 401k, you need to skip single-family altogether and go directly to passive investing. I literally, that's all I do now is just passive investing. Every time I get 200 grand, I put 100 grand in a passive investing, in, in a passive investment, period. So I try to save, I try to invest about 50% of whatever I make. So if I make a million bucks in one year, 500 of it's going to go into passive investing. And I do nothing. I don't know where the property's at. I haven't seen the property. I don't have a key to the front gate. I don't have a code. I don't, I do nothing and get a check every quarter or annually, depending on the deal. But that's what I would look to do, Morgan. Thank you so much for the email. I really appreciate it. Okay, phone lines are open at 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Okay, this one is an anonymous question. What do you do when your spouse is not supportive? <laughs> this is one of my favorites. Um, it's going to sound brutal. Ignore them. Do it anyway. Because this is the same spouse that if you turn 65 and can't retire, you know who they'll blame? You. They'll blame you. Even though they weren't supportive the entire time. 
They're not going to say, oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't supportive, I really goofed us up. They're not going to take responsibility. The same person that's holding you back will be the same person that blames you in the end. See, this is the two-headed monster problem. What's anything with two heads? A monster. You're in a situation where you think you and your spouse are the leaders, equal leaders. It's a bunch of crap. Bunch of crap. There's no such thing as two leaders. There's only room for one. I, hit, I get hit with this all the time. Oh, I'd, I'd join your group, but i got to go home and talk to my spouse. We make all our financial decisions together. To which I always ask, really, how long you had that policy? We've been married 20 years. We've had that policy for 20 years. Are you in the financial position you want to be in? No. Then stop doing that. Why would you do something that hasn't worked for 20 years? Someone has to take responsibility, Anonymous. You're it. Because if you've got a negative spouse, they're going to hold you back from your goals. You have to decide to be the leader on the financial side of your relationship. You got to ignore them and just go do it. Now, I was fortunate. I had a very supportive wife who believed in me, which I still to this day don't know why she believed in me. But you're going to have to just step up, man. Take control, take responsibility, and don't cop out with the my spouse isn't supportive excuse. It is real. I get it. It's painful. It sucks. But I'll tell you this. You do a passive investment, and two years later you get a check for double what you put in, she'll get on your team real quick. Real quick. See, some people have to be shown. Okay, this is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. We'll be back after the break with more of your questions. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and you can always find us online and podcast the show and listen to old shows or listen to this one again, whatever you want to do, at TotalWealthAcademy.com, TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the radio tab. We are on seven days a week across the state and obviously on the internet all over the country. We have members in California. Whew. Tennessee, Florida, South Carolina, Louisiana. 
we got members all across the United States, some in Canada as well. So check out TotalWealthAcademy.com when you get a chance. Phone lines are open for the final segment. We've only got about eight minutes or so. So if you've got a question, you need to call now immediately at 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Okay, this next email is from Anita. Anita has rent properties, and she's getting eaten alive by maintenance costs. I had a chance to email her back, and it is as I suspected. When you buy rental property, whether it's a single-family house or a 500-unit apartment complex, always get a loan that includes the rehab of the property. Anita, your mistake was not rehabbing the property up front. And this is very common, Anita. Um, I see it all the time, so do not beat yourself up about it. It is a situation where there are books and tapes out there, now CDs and audio on online, that tell you, don't worry about it. Get the house. Do the repairs out of the cash flow. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Let me give you an example. Let's say you have a $20,000 rehab and your cash flow is $500 a month. Do you realize that it would take you 40 months, almost four years, to rehab that property? And it wouldn't even work because what would cost you $20,000 up front, if you do it piece by piece by piece over time, it's going to cost you thirty dollars or $40,000 to do the work. And if you're spending all your cash flow on maintenance and repairs, what's going to be your attitude? At the end of two years, you'll go, man, I'm not making any cash flow. I'm not making any money. Real estate doesn't work, just like you expressed in your email. Anita, it's a thing called a bridge loan, sometimes referred to as a hard money loan. So, don't get discouraged. The next houses that you buy, you make sure you use these bridge loans or hard money loans where they give you the money to purchase the house and rehab it all up front. Make the property perfect so that you're making that $500 a month cash flow. See, I had my maintenance costs were almost zero because I rehabbed everything up front. My rule was if the system has less than five years left on its life expectancy, I replace it. If that AC is 15 years old, I replace it up front. Hot water heater, appliances. If they don't have five plus years left on their life expectancy, replace them up front. New paint, new flooring. If the roof needs to be replaced, replace it. Make the property perfect up front so that you don't have any maintenance calls and you know what it's going to allow you to do, Anita? Attract better tenants. 
because you're going to have the best product on the market because it's perfectly rehabbed. So again, Anita, don't beat yourself up. Don't start thinking real estate doesn't work. You made a mistake. It's okay. But do not buy any more properties until you take a course like ours on real estate investing because there are hundreds of mistakes that I see people make as real estate investors that if you'll take my little $500 Saturday class, I will eliminate for you so that you don't end up in this situation again. And yes, we have the banks, the mortgage companies that will do that for you. So please come to our free sample class. Uh, go to TotalWealthAcademy.com, TotalWealthAcademy.com, and just click on the free sample class and come see us. And do not get discouraged. Okay, phone lines are open just for a couple more minutes. 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Okay, this is an anonymous who signed off with cheers, so maybe this is an English person. Um, basically lost 20%, that's high, 20% of his IRA in the stock market, had no idea he could invest with real in real estate with his IRA, and is just asking exactly how passive investing works, I think is your question, Anonymous. Um, passive investing works like this. Let's say we're buying a $22 million apartment complex and the total out-of-pocket is about $7.5 million. What happens is you have a thing called a sponsor. The sponsor is the leader of the deal, or GP, known as the general partner. The GP, or sponsor, is responsible for locating the deal, evaluating the deal, negotiating the deal, financing the deal. They do everything, including the management of the deal, once it's purchased. Then you have a group of people called passive investors. The passive investors are LPs, or limited partners. You have the general partner or sponsor, and then dozens, sometimes a hundred, um, limited partners. And they put up anywhere from 50 grand to a million dollars towards the 7.5 million that's needed to close the deal. The passive investors do nothing. They don't even have to come to a meeting once a year. You just get reports every month, income, P&Ls, rent rolls, everything you need to understand what's going on in the deal. And you can review those. I will tell you this. I <laughs> don't read them. <laughs> I read them about once a year. Um, that's about it. Now, some people, they read them every month. You know, they're a little more nervous than I am. They don't have the experience I do. But uh, that's all you do. You read reports every month, 
and then every quarter you get your check when there's a refinance event you get a huge check so that's all a passive investor does so with the amount of money you've got which you asked me not to announce um, I would say it take you about two years to get that money deployed safely and you'd be making more money off of your IRA than you would at your work. Um, so you could essentially retire yourself in about two years. If you had over a million, you know, you could do it in a year. But I think with the amount of money you have, I, I would, you could do it faster. But I think the safest way would be over about a two-year period. And the reason, Anonymous, is I like to stagger my deals. Could you come in and invest all your money in one deal, you know, within a month of joining? Yes. I don't recommend that. I would break your money into four deals. One now, one in about three months, one in about six months, one at the end of the year, so that the refinance events and the cash flow comes to you in a staggered manner. If you do one deal, you might go two years. I'm making up a number. Let's say, pretend like this guy has 600 grand. He puts up 600 grand. He may see nothing for two years, maybe 10%. But then at the end of two years, boom, he gets a check for 400 grand and he's still got his 600 grand in the deal. But then he's not going to get another 400 grand check for a couple more years. See, I like to do, stagger my deals so that I get a couple hundred grand this year, a couple hundred grand next year in his circumstance. But yeah, you're, you're in a great position, Anonymous, and I appreciate the email. Come see us. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com and click on the free sample class. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great weekend. Listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.